spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. This portion of the amazing program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Oh, goodness. We have talked so much about the border this year. Yeah. Because we only have, after today, we have three shows left. Yeah, we're not mailing it in yet. That's We're gonna not? probably come Did Wednesday. Did you not hear Thursday. the two o'clock hour? Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday. By Thursday, you guys are lucky we show uh, up. Friday's gonna be a piece of a piece of work, believe me. Uh so we've talked a lot about the border in twenty twenty two, obviously. You know, now this story has broken out of El, pa- El Paso. Yeah. It is incredible. So let's bring you through it. Um because I think in just a few days. If you thought the border was bad, I think we're I think it's going to get so much worse. So we talked about Title 42 and why it's important. Yeah. COVID era policy. It allowed enforcement officials. Um, oh, I don't know. On two million occasions to immediately turn someone around and send them back to Mexico. If you're coming here for asylum, a lot of times w- with Title 42, we can turn you right back around with ha- not having to process you because. We did it because of a public emergency. All yeah. right. So now it's supposed to be going bye bye on de- December 21st. Biden even is saying, can I have a few more weeks? <laughs> can we run out the clock a little right. bit? Long? Can, we, can we get extra time like in soccer? They're waiting to put up the thing that says <laughs> we're going to have five extra weeks because we're not prepared. Listen to what happened in El Paso. 16,000 migrants crossed in Uh, two days. That is not a win. So you say, all right, let's put this into perspective. 16,000 migrants. In the history of the United States, what is is the the most amount of people that have crossed the border at one time? 16,000, I would say. 16,000 is the record. He's a record breaker. Can we just all admit that? it's, It's the largest ever single crossing group in the history of our country. And it's only going to get worse. Now, I, I understand it. We've talked about Title 42. That was a COVID thing. And it was smart. And yeah. Trump did it. And the CDC agreed. And it was smart. Don't bring the virus in here. We're going to turn you around and yeah. we're going to send you back to Absolutely. where you're going. Okay. But now it's going to go away. And, Chad, tell people what some folks are doing, did you say from Venezuela? Venezuela. Listen to this, because remember, this policy gone December 21st. So Title 42 right now only affects certain nations, Venezuela being one of them. Uh There are people from Venezuela waiting on the other side of the border. Right now. And they're just waiting for this thing to expire because they know at that point in time they can walk across and legally be allowed in the country without having to worry about coming back and being sent straight back. They know the date. Yeah. Of course, they're they're literally waiting across the border for December twenty first. Mm-hmm. They know the date, they know the time it's going to expire, and they know when to walk over one hundred percent and claim asylum. Do you know how many there are? There are hundreds there are and hundreds. hundreds there are right? so many of them, and this is just what they were looking out over in El Paso. You've got to go up and down the the Rio Grande. You've got to go other other places. You know Tucson. I mean, obviously in Nogales because all that's there is butterflies and, and and rainbows. But then you go from you know to Yuma and everywhere. There are so many of them waiting. Here's something else not being talked about. Yeah, Haiti is this close. To imploding into a civil war nightmare that could see what we saw last summer. Remember all those Haitians underneath the, yeah. that could be so much worse. It is 
ugly and nasty, and we're about ready to feel the brunt of it. And our people right now, uh, the Border Patrol, and all, they are not prepared for what's coming. 16,000 migrants in two days, El Paso. So the El Paso sector saw a 280% increase in encounters compared to this time last year. Yeah. Just to put it into perspective, we're going to see something in Arizona come uh, December 21st. I don't know what that's going to look like. It's not going to be pretty. No, it's not going to be pretty. So when you, you know, I always, I always think, Chad, when there's an issue, let's put a face on it. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's how we can tell, you know, really what's going Humanize on. Humanize the whole thing. Yeah. Right. There were two pictures that I saw when we were doing a little research for this. Um, so think of the thousands of people coming over, right? Okay. So there's a picture of someone that was stopped, and I don't know how, how they they took him in. They vetted him. Uh, confirmed gang member, sex offender, murderer. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that's all the people, because that's what other people would say, and I don't say that. But if you have 16,000 people coming over and you don't know who's coming over, they're not all going to be good. No. And how do we, and by the way, those are the ones who we can verify. Yeah, and we verify How many of them are coming guy. here with fake papers, right. fake, you know, I mean, what? how many of them are coming here, and we're, we're just supposed to take their word for it, that we know are not the best Right. So part of the reason I bring that over is not to say that they're all like that, because that's not the case. First of all, we, we identified who these, I think there were three. Three confirmed gang members, two are sex offenders, two are murderers, and two have outstanding warrants. And our Border Patrol does such a good job, they figured out who they are, and they're not, they're not just walking around right now. Yeah. So that's, that's the good part. The bad part is they got in, and some will, will easily get past. stop everybody. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's one of the pictures, because I saw this guy in cuffs, and I was like, that's interesting. Here's the second picture that I saw. Uh, there's a migrant from Nicaragua, and his name is David. And uh, there's a, a picture of him sleeping on the ground uh, in a parking lot near a bus station in El Paso. And he is trying to keep warm with a piece of cardboard over him. That's how desperate folks are to get here. Yeah. But here's the problem. When they get here, um, we don't have uh, most of the, a lot of the times we don't have a place to put them. Now, the pressure on, especially in and around the border, on churches, nonprofits, the hospitals is already at breaking point. We talked to Doug Nichols and we talked to was it Sheriff Wilmont last week. Both of them said, "Look, it's tw it's costing us twenty million dollars a year for our hospital here yeah. for to, to to care for for people that have come here, uh, you know, via the border illegally. We that can't go on. If you double that." What does that look like? And the pressure it puts on the hospital, think about the cost that's going to get passed on to everybody else. It is insane. And how how much longer? Is there a breaking point for this is it. Biden? This, ha this has to be the break. If he watches what is going to happen on December 21st, doesn't that have to be the breaking I, point? I would like to say, I mean, he is asking, the administration's asking for five more weeks, but is it five more weeks so you can get all the paperwork you need and send down a few more people? Or is it five more weeks because you really are concerned and you think you might be able to get some across the goal line yeah. uh, as, as, as far as comprehensive reform? I don't know. It's, yeah, just mark it on your calendar, December 21st. That's Next a big Wednesday. day. Yeah, that's a big day because it's, if you think it's bad now, it's going to get worse. All right. Coming up right now, it is time for Five Spot. 
We need five of you to call. We're going to put you on the spot about a story everybody's talking about. Here's what we're looking for. Tempe, Arizona, Chad. Coyotes uh, game, right? Yeah. There was a fight. And uh, someone lost a digit. <laughs> there was a brawl in the stands at the Arizona Coyotes game in December. Uh, in, in Tempe, I mean. Uh, and it happened earlier this month in December. We're just starting to find out about it. And there's a scuffle. And someone bit someone else's finger off during the brawl. So we thought this would be interesting. Little Mike tyson Yeah, he bit the ear off. He you did. Know. Uh, call us if you lost a digit and tell us how it happened. 602-277-5827. Oh, don't look at me like that, Becky Lynn. We're, we've, we've bailed on this thing. We only have three more shows. If you think it's going to get any better than this, you you know, it's not. <sighs> what do you hear what we're asking tomorrow? It's been a long three days. Yeah. yeah. All right. Call us if you lost a finger. I want to. I want to hear this story. How did it happen? Two seven seven K T A R two seven seven five eight two seven. Yeah. Call us if you lost a solid digit. That's fantastic. That's five spots coming up next. Police say one person arrested for aggravated assault at the Arizona Coyotes game in Tempe on Friday. During the game, a fight started in the stands involving a group of people. Yeah. And then what happened? One person's finger was bitten off during the brawl. That's awesome. By the way, is this the same fight, guys, where the police officer decided to cr- to crowd jump and missed the fight completely <laughs> yeah. and landed almost in the first row? Yes. Five spot. Call us if you've ever lost a digit. 277-KTAR. Uh, Some guy at the Coyotes game, and now has only four fingers. Let's uh, let's hear your story. Uh, Bill in Mesa. So uh, tell us about the loss mm. of your digit. Well, when I was a kid, uh, I was going through a door in our house, and it was windy. And there was a door down the hall, and that was open. And uh, the door blew shut, and I didn't move my hand quick enough, and it caught the end of my finger and took the end of it off. Which which finger? Uh, Not the small finger, but the one right next to it. The pinky? Not the pinky, but the one right next to it. Oh, gosh. And and how how much did that hurt, scale 1 to 10? Well, it hurt, it hurt pretty bad. I'd say probably uh, probably about a, a nine. Okay. And uh, funny story, we went and found the end of it, and uh, went to the hospital, and uh, they they sewed it back on, but um, it was an ill-fated attempt. It didn't take. Oh, so uh, it just kind of kind of came off. So. Oh, wow! Right, you lost Bill. it twice. Appreciate your call. All right, uh, how many times you lose your finger? Coyotes fan <laughs> lost a finger in a brawl at the uh, Coyotes game. Have you ever lost a digit? Who's next? Uh, Don in Maricopa. Have you lost a digit? I did. How did it happen? So I was four years old and a couple houses down playing with some kids and they had a bicycle upside down and were spinning the pedals. Well, I grabbed the chain and my hand went through the sprocket. Oh. So it cut the tip of my index finger oh. completely off. Oh. And my middle finger was just hanging there. Oh. So I went over to my grandma's. She went back to where we were playing, got the tip of my oh. finger, and they sewed it back on. But it took. I, I still have it. You still got it. Hey. Look at it. Yeah, you throws it on your finger. Uh, <laughs> it's on my finger. You okay. can see the scar on both fingers where they 
You can still see where they put all the stitches in to sew the middle one back together. Oh, okay. wow. What a great grandma. You know, you should have walked it off, man. That's all I'm saying. Seriously. Uh, try it yourself. A little bit of Robitussin and some super glue. We're on our way. Uh, Liz in Phoenix, how'd you lose your digit? Um, I was on the telephone. I had a mean boyfriend, and uh, he wanted me off the phone, so he grabbed my index finger on my left hand and bent it all the way back. Oh! I thought it, it, had, a, it had a ring on it. So I just thought it was, you know, it was all bloody and stuff, and I just figured the ring had gotten caught on the flesh. So I go to the neighbor and ask him to cut my ring off. He cuts my ring off, and my finger flopped off. Oh, gosh, your finger oh, fell God. off. Well, it was attacked by skin and ligaments, but the bone was broken to that point. You're, so, not, uh, you're, you're not with that dirt bag anymore, are you? Oh, my God, no. Oh, thank God. It was, it was a bad time. It was a bad time in my life, okay. I will admit. So I go to the hospital, and they said, well, we'll just cut the rest of it off, oh. and we'll move the other three, three fingers over. Nobody's going to notice. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, hell, I'm going to notice. <laughs> wow, that's weird. All right. Wow, uh, I never, like, that is nuts. All right, who's next? Uh, all right, let's go with uh, Tommy and Peoria. How'd you lose your digit? Uh sledgehammer working on the side of the road oh gosh you squished it yeah i smushed it yep 12 pound sledgehammer oh goodness gracious did you cry no i didn't cry man i i had to work the rest of the day full eight hour day that's a man right there that's what that is that's a man baby you kept working yeah it, it kept working uh it was wrapped, so I went to the hospital, and then, uh, yeah, they had to cut more of the finger off oh, just in case, they said. Yeah, right. you don't want that gangrene to lose the whole hand. Uh, last quick one. Uh, Todd, how'd you lose your digit? Uh, I'm a laser technician, and I was working on a high-powered laser. Oh, I got my finger in the beam, which oh. is invisible, 10, 000, uh, 10 20 nanometers, oh. which is above our spectrum. And I cut the tip off just above the nail. I had a cup of Mountain Dew with ice. I threw it in there, stuck my finger in there. I went to the hospital, which was about two blocks away. And the doctor said, I couldn't have done a better job myself. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, that Mountain Dew could have dissolved your finger. You know what's in yeah. that stuff? You know what else, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah all Virginia. kinds of toxic stuff, but it, it healed all the muscles. Oh, that's crazy. And it doesn't affect my drumming. No, it does not. And you're now, and now you know not to play with laser beams. Hockey fan in Tempe uh, had uh, their finger bitten off during a fight at the Coyotes game, and uh, we just did five spot on. Tell us how you lost a digit. That was awesome. Coming up next, (laughs) you got to see the video of the cop that just out of nowhere runs, jumps, misses everybody by five, ten feet, (laughs) lands on other people who are just watching. All right, coming up next, uh, employers, why are they skipping the interview process? Are they that desperate? Stick around. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. So here's the new thing. Uh, Businesses, yeah, they're looking for people. And uh, you know what they're not going to do? They're not going to give you an interview. It's like, uh, just come on in. We'll hire you. Uh, what was the strangest interview you ever had? I wonder if you guys had. <laughs> now, my I one interviewed interview. somebody. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. All right, so you interviewed somebody. 
Oh gosh, this is going to be awful. Oh my gosh! Are you, can so you just can you tell Chad. Becky Lynn this is yes, going to be I can, he will not rails. stop. Oh, awesome. All right. Oh, so oh, I'm interviewing this guy. So my buddy, he's running the phone room. And he says, "Hey, do you come run the phone room for me for like uh, what is it? What financial is leads? Oh, so you're calling okay. people that have like subscribed to financial stuff, and you want to find out, okay, what do you want to? And we'll introduce you to brokers and this, that, and the other. And it's 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 you know basically a telemarketing room. It's like it's like a bus but with phones, right? You know, it's like it's <laughs> it's public transportation. So, the, so, so this guy comes, this old guy, right? He's he's a members. Oh, he's got a members only jacket on. <laughs> he's a hot mess. In the middle of the interview, his tooth fell out. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get the job? He never stopped talking. Did he, he get the job? Get the job. Of course, it's telemarketing. <laughs> So he's an old guy and just a tooth popped out of his mouth while he's talking. Fell out of his mouth. It went whoop and I'm like, Was that gum? And he looks up at me and he's missing this giant huge thing. And he picks it like he catches it. He just puts it in his pocket and keeps going. I'm like, that I'm like, hey, dude, you got the gig, right? You you're 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 efforting to get the gig. It was oh spectacular. My gosh. Oh God! Look That's... how steady and stable he was in the oh, face of adversity. He was horrible. Great point. It's a great point. He, it's a yeah, great point. he exactly. didn't panic. No, he just picked it up and kept going. Picked, was he bleeding? Like was he like a bleeding? No, like I don't think the pick? tooth was there in real life. It was I think probably it was, a fake tooth. It was a yeah. fake tooth, and it falls uh, out. I'm sure. I, was, I thought his chiclet fell out. <laughs> <laughs> so the job interview is uh, is going away. <laughs> Do you have a story that's better than that, Becky? Oh Lynn? no, I, I can't think of anything better than that. I, I, my, you know, I've done very little job interviews, as Chad has lost it. I went and did an interview in like 1998. I went to ESPN. Oh, for an interview, seventeen mm-hmm. hour interview. Jeez, what? Yeah, I, they wanted me to show up bright and early, like six in the morning, and I don't remember. They took, they made me talk to every single head here and there, and you need to talk to this person and this and a sit down, and then we're going to have lunch and we're going to quiz you, and then there's you know you have to write an essay later. It was unbelievable. It was the longest. Day. I mean, I, I thought I'd be there for a couple hours, look around, they see if they like me, and they either hire me or they don't. Uh, I must have talked to a hundred people over like fifteen or sixteen hours. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. I'm like, this is a dreadful place. I've got to get out of May here. May I ask, <laughs> what was the job going to be? Uh, it was it was for a ra- it was a radio show, ESPN for radio. For radio show, yeah. okay. Yeah, and so, but but I've never had an interview. I mean, Did they offer you such a, a thing? No, I didn't want it after that. Yeah, I would have thought. Yeah, I didn't want just it. Too much right uh, here. Cup plus, I hated. Bristol, Connecticut, cold. It was pouring rain there that day. So I left the hotel, you know, 5.30 a.m., right? And you're, it's miserable weather. And I'm like, why am I even here? I'm going back to the desert. This, this, it was really the weather that did it. It wasn't the 17-hour interview. Uh, but I was like, yeah, maybe I don't need to go on these interviews. So I just went and I stayed at KTAR for 24 years now. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> so, so the uh, so the interview uh, is going is going away. We don't have anybody. I mean, people are so short. They're desperate. They're like, come on in. We're at, you're hired. Can you can we start? 
But that's not going to be the case. Forever. You, for No, I meant for the, it depends on the type of business. It's like you said, you were talking about a, a boiler room. Yeah. So, or, or uh, maybe a retail store. Right. But you're not going to walk into some big corporation where they're looking for a sales manager. They're going, no, yeah, not a sales manager. In, you know, no, no, no it's not. They're going to, there's going to be an interview. Those jobs fill up fast. Yeah, those jobs fill up quick. Uh, but, you know, hey, there are some jobs that are like, uh, we don't need an interview. Just come on in. <laughs> you walk around and you see people that are always hiring and they're not getting anybody. So uh, and if you're hiring in mass, if you're looking for not just one or two people, but several people, right. guess what? A little desperation. All right. Coming up next. Coming up. Uh, which Arizona city is the most sinful? It might surprise you. We'll tell you Ooh. why, too. Cicados and Chad Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, Phoenix is in uh, two new polls, and they're taking a beating. And I don't like when people dump on my city. Dad, don't do that. All right, here's the first one. Uh, Phoenix, uh, I guess, uh, is a, a grinchy, uh, grinchy city. Yeah. Now, now, what do they do? When, you know, what, what does that mean? Okay, we're in the holidays, right? Yes. And what they're saying is Phoenix, Arizona, number six grinchiest city because we're not very good with holiday shopping or Christmas lights outside of people's homes or holiday cheer. How about that one? Yeah. Yeah. How about that one? I don't know about the holiday cheer. I guess I don't know, uh, but I will say the 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 shopping, but the the lights outside and a lot of the decor. I don't see a ton of that. Becky Lynn, do you see a ton of the decorations? Because I see a ton of people putting Christmas lights up. It depends on the neighborhood. Like, we were just talking about the fact that our neighborhood does not have as many as we wish it did. Why don't you go yell at the neighbors? I feel like it. Because it's like, come on, let's get cheerful here. Yeah. But I see a lot of... Uh, big, th- you know, the light displays, the li- zoo lights, um, the thing down off Enchantment. the I-10, Enchantment in Scottsdale, yeah. Glendale Glitters. Right. There's lots of things to go to and see it, even if it's not people's houses. I just look and think, ah, you know what? Uh, we could do better. We could do But my neighborhood is very much a a weird kind of, there's not a lot of lights up. And no, I would think there would be, either. you know, uh, you guys have toilets out there. We do. We do, do have an outhouse. We go out every, you know, I have to go out and dig usually two, okay. three nights a week, but it's just okay. Okay. But it is, it's a, it's interesting because there are some places, but I drive in early in the morning, go home at late at night and there's not a ton of lights on. Okay. Let me tell you why this, uh, uh, list is, is total BS. Phoenix is number six. Uh, the number one grinchiest city in America for Christmas is New York. Let me tell you something. New York City is the greatest city to go and visit at Christmas. Period. Said a person Hands who's down. ever been to London. Uh, I've been to London, but yeah, I haven't Christmas. been there at Christmas. You know what, though? Here's the thing, though. There's, there's the holiday about, cheer of the people in, Amer- in New America. York, though. Holiday cheer. I mean, any kind of cheer in New York, eh, you don't really get a but lot of that. Have you heard that they have a big tree there? They do. Have you heard they tree. have an ice skating rink there? They do. Have you heard that on every corner there's like a Christmas tree and there's lights and all that kind of stuff? It's unbelievable. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know how New York, but it's probably the people. It's like no matter how much they dress it up, the people are so disgruntled uh, in New York. You're so terrible. That's not very nice. Uh, L.A. is number two. You go to L.A. a lot. Uh, Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't like this list. And again, the other thing is we're very spread out. So New York, you can see where there's – you go to certain areas in New York, and it's amazing. I'm sure some other areas are probably great. But still, I could see L.A. not being super – and they're getting woker, so that's probably going to go. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) Phoenix, number six 
Grinchiest city in America. All right. Phoenix is on another list here. Uh, this is the most sinful place in the country. Uh, let's see. We come in at 10. We made the top 10 here, too. See, look, we're doing good, guys. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, so sinful. See, I would think Scottsdale. Debauchery. Clubs. A lot of drinking. I see debauchery. Right? I can see that. I see debauchery. I gotta go. It's always those over. people with a little bit of money. A lot weirder than you think, <laughs> right? It's all the eyes wide shot parties. But why? Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> what are the sins they list, though? It's not what I looked at. That it's not what yeah. I was expecting. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Uh, I thought we were gonna get some fun sins. <laughs> well, there is methodology to it. Um, some of it is like greed. Greed. Uh, some of it is lust. Okay. Uh, okay. Those are a couple. Plain of, meanness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was just right? Yeah. Laziness yeah. is on there. Yeah. I mean. The sloth. But what about some That's of the. fair to sloth. What about That's, some of the other cities, though? Okay. That are on this. Like Tucson is on it. For sin? Yeah. Is it a sin you live in Tucson? Is that the whole point? I, I so think it like is a sin. Sodom and Gomorrah starts there. Because <laughs> there's nothing else to do. No. <laughs> Not a lot going on. Uh, Tucson was ranked as the second most sinful city in uh, Arizona. In America. So. So Tempe is on the list. I don't know. I guess when I think of sin, what are you doing on a weekend? You know, you're out there. You're probably young. You're throwing back some drinks. You, you, you're hitting on people. It's partying. Right. It's having a good time. That's what you're thinking about. Uh, least sinful city in the country, Port St. Lucie, Florida. I don't know if I've ever been there. Hmm. Naturally. Really? I don't think I've ever been there. No. Have you? Port St. Lucie? Yeah, I don't know much about it. It's Florida, so usually you figure in Florida you're going to have some sort of uh, sin going on. It's Florida. Okay. But, uh, man, that's weird. Yeah. Vegas, number one overall. Of course. So we're not even, they didn't even, they were in a special category all to themselves. They've earned the mantra as Sin City. But remember, for a while, they tried, remember, Vegas tried to make it family. Yeah, family fun. And it got away from whatever what stay what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. They're like, hey, come out for a circus. Come out for a circus. Get yeah. there early. Stay yeah. often. So uh Phoenix, number ten. Most sinful city in the United States. Phoenix, number six, when it comes to the grinchiest city in America. Uh I disagree. I'll stay right here. I like yeah, it. I like Phoenix. it too. I got no problems with it. We're not going anywhere. No. All right. So there you have it. All right, we got a big 5 o'clock hour coming up. It's huge. Massive. Uh, Couldn't get any bigger even if we tried. You don't even know what we're talking about. Stuff, I'm sure. There'll be some junk Name in there one well. thing we're going to talk about. All Do you stuff, even know? The, yeah, no, the there's thing with not the thing stuff. and the junk and the stuff. There's not junk. We're not talking about junk. Like I don't know what you're going on. Probably lightning. I don't know. Stuff like that. Okay. Ninjas. We're talking about ninjas again? No, that was last summer. Ah, oh, man. All right, find out what we're going to talk about in the 5 o'clock hour. I can't wait. I might uh, show up. I, I, I hope so.